0: Hello everyone, Dallin and Carrie from our home in Utah. I hope you enjoyed the holiday season. I want to preface this message, our first life lesson message of 2015, by simply stating that we are not experts. Uh, We are going to simply share some of the experiences of our lives that have shaped who we are today in hopes that it can be a blessing to other people. And like I stated previously, we are looking forward to hearing your life lessons and giving music to your song and uh, because you're gonna be able to impact people that we're not gonna be able to reach. And this is all about a community of, of, of people sharing their experiences in hopes that we can bless others in this journey called life. So as I reflected during the holidays about this first message of 2015, <clears throat> I thought about uh, building a foundation. Uh, when we built our home, we have a lot of pillars on our home and were it not for those pillars, this, this home would not stand. And so it is with life. We spend so much time designing our homes and our cars and our business careers. Do we spend as much time uh, forming the foundation for our individual lives? Because that's who we are. We're going to move away from this home someday. We're going to graduate from from college and we're going to change careers. So we should be spending more time on on ourselves uh, and building the pillars of our own lives. So I thought about the foundation of a life. And it took me back to many, many years ago, in fact, 37 years ago, this week, I jumped on a plane and left Salt Lake City for Paris, France, my first commercial flight. Carrie was not captaining the flight that day, she was nine years old that day. So, I went to Paris, and from Paris to Jordan, and from Jordan to to Cairo, Egypt, where I swear that the, the gas pedal of every vehicle is attached to the horn, because it's absolute craziness in Cairo. It was 37 years ago, and it remains that way today, it's loud. Uh, but it was interesting, and for a, for a farm boy from Idaho to go from Idaho to Cairo was, should we say, a cultural shock. And from Cairo to Jordan, and from Jordan we took a flight, I, I'm sorry, we took a bus from, from Jordan to Israel. And I'll never forget uh, looking up at Jerusalem and driving in that bus uh, up to Jerusalem. And, you know, before I thought Jerusalem was in the desert. It's not. They, they actually get some snow and quite a bit of rain in Jerusalem. It's pretty high in altitude compared to, uh, say, where the Dead Sea is. And for the next six months, I I spent time from from Jerusalem to going down to to the Red Sea, to the Dead Sea, to Galilee, and had a life-changing experience. Um, One of those mornings, of those six months, from January to June of 1978, we climbed Mount Sinai, what was traditionally referred to as Mount Sinai. No one knows for sure uh, exactly where it is, but this was one of the sites that they believe Moses scaled the mountain and came back down from that mountain with 10 commandments. So I scaled it that morning, got up, uh, I think about one o'clock in the morning with the group that I was with, about 60 other college students. And we got to the top and it was frigid cold that morning before the sun came out. But a few hours of of cuddling together and to try to keep our our bodies semi-warm, All of a sudden, the sun began to rise in the east, and it was a magnificent sight that I will never forget. And I imagined what it must have been like about 3,500 years ago, earlier, for Moses to to go high into the mountains and there commune with God. By the way, these, these messages, these life lessons, are about our lives. This is not about being politically correct. I certainly do not wish or hope to offend anyone. But I am going to speak my truth, Carrie will speak her truth, and when you speak and share your life lessons, you'll be speaking your truth. So, with that caveat, I will proceed. But I thought back then, as I have thought many times over the last 37 years, what it must have been like to be Moses on top of that mountain and commune with God and come down from that mountain with plates. That's my truth. I believe that really happened. Um, Six months prior to going to Israel, roughly, I had traveled with some friends to hear from, a, from a, a leader in our church, and he gathered a group of students, probably 100 students that day, and he said, he said something like this, over the next five minutes, I am going to teach you the Ten Commandments in a way that, that you'll never forget them as long as you shall live if you'll repeat them each day for the next 30 days. And so I thought, hey, I'm not the best of students. In fact, I wasn't a good student. Um, but I sat there and I, all of a sudden I perked up and I thought, I'd like to learn that. Yeah, I'd like to learn the Ten Commandments. I've heard about them and I think I know some of them. Uh, it would be nice to, to learn them all and be able to repeat them so that when the time comes I can teach them to others and our children and things like that once I get married. And, and so over the next five minutes he taught them to us. And guess what? It's been 38 years for that. I've never forgotten them. So my first life lesson today is about the Ten Commandments because I think it lays a foundation for a successful life in every area of your life. Um, So, you ready? You may want to grab a pad of paper and a pen and write this down. I didn't, but you may want to. I'm gonna teach them to you with key words, and then I'm gonna ask you to repeat them every day for the next 30 days, and then report back to me on whether or not you remember them. These were not 10 suggestions. These were not 10 disciplines. They are what he said they were. These are commandments. I refer to, I, I like to, to think of these as not things that we can't do, but instead of a wise, loving father who knows the beginning from the end and knows the sure path to happiness and how to avoid pitfalls. I and mean, if you had a father and you're coming upon a canyon, you know, he would probably say, make a very strong command to stop and that's so that's how I like to refer these commandments and as I think back on my life now of 38 years ago hey I have not been perfect in obeying those 10 commandments but thank goodness the sun rises in the east every morning and gives us another chance to do better and to grow and fall down and stumble and get back up and grow and fall down and stumble and I just believe that as long as we're trying to do our best that God will make up the difference, and that's a, a life lesson for another day. <clears throat> but for a time and season such as this, I think we would be wise to learn from the ancients. So number one, the key word is one, one God. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Two, the key word is zoo. You walk into a zoo and you see statues or images. Two is zoo, thou shalt not worship graven images. Three, the key word is tree. Trees have roots, they have branches. They also have veins. Three, the key word is tree. Trees have veins. Thou shalt not take the Lord's name in vain. Four is fort. Forts have holes in them. The old forts where they would stick their cannons to shoot the people who were coming to invade. Holy forts. Four is fort, holy forts. Thou shalt keep the Sabbath day holy. Five is family. The head of the family is father and mother. Thou shalt honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long. Six is sticks. You know what happens when you hit someone over the head with a stick hard enough? You kill them. Six is sticks. Thou shalt not kill. Seven is heaven. In order to get to heaven, we're told that we must remain pure. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Eight is gate. Gates are made out of a lot of different materials. Some gates are made out of steel. Thou shalt not steal. Nine, sounds like lying. Nine, lying. Thou shalt not lie, or thou shalt not bear false witness. Ten, the key word is tent. Tents are used to cover things. Thou shalt not covet. So let's repeat them again. One is one. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Two is zoo. Thou shalt not worship graven images. Three is tree. Thou shalt not take the Lord's name in vain. Four is fort. Thou shalt keep the Sabbath day holy. Five is family, the head of the family is father and mother, thou shalt honor thy father and thy mother. Six is sticks, thou shalt not kill. Seven is heaven, thou shalt not commit adultery. Eight is gate, gates are made of steel, thou shalt not steal. Nine is lying, thou shalt not lie or thou shalt not bear false witness. Ten is tent, thou shalt not covet. These are 10 commandments that I believe are tried and tested. We're imperfect human beings. But you know, if we have it in our subconscious what these 10 commandments are, and if we repeat these key words and commandments each day for the next 30 days, I I, I can just share with you my life experience. I've never forgotten them, and I try to remember them, and I try to live by them. And I believe that my life has been blessed as a result. So as we get 2015 started off, Let's, let's make a goal to, to build a solid foundation of our own lives. And it doesn't get much better than starting with the foundation of, of the really true, and, I mean, time-tested Ten Commandments. Carrie, do you want to add anything to that? I agree. Amen. Amen. I'm good with you. So until next, uh, the next life lesson, God bless you and your families, and we'll look forward to, to hearing your story along our journey.